Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Victory Fist here, back after a few weeks of being horribly sick. I I I almost don't even feel 100 percent here myself. I said, hey, it's Halitude. No, I'm doing I'm doing all good, but you could have led in by saying, oh man, I can't believe it's just been a week since we last saw LIGO, and then nobody would have, <laughs> nobody would have no known. No one would have known. Until we started talking about things that are three weeks old, and then yeah. red flags may have been yeah. raised. But no, I'm good. I'm very tired, but I'm good. I'm just sorting out my pockets. Are you going to introduce our guest? Yes, I will do that right now. <laughs> Coming to us tonight from Sim City is the futuristic Resident Evil Quake Master. He is pretty attractive. His beard could use a little work, but he's got the coolest shades in the business. And he is our guest on the Hesa podcast today. He is Synthicon 9. What's up? How's it gone? Now, I would take that beard comment as a slight coming from the man in the room with the worst beard <laughs> it's like I, it does need it does need work though like well, I think all three of us could use a little bit of work straight yeah. up I'm just afraid to touch my beard that I will fuck it and it'll be like uh, al- alopa- it'll again. look like alopecia <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of it's, it's my biggest fear like I gotta tr- like trim like d- down the sides and get rid yeah. of the like tiny scraggly parts and like there's been times where I've sneezed and just gone straight to the skin and I've had to go like pretty much a number one for my beard it's been awful yeah I have all the tools to trim it and shave it probably I'm just fucking petrified of like alright now we've got this side all done now to try match it on this side I'm planning to do it on stream like I'm gonna set up a a stream in the the bathroom and and so, so instead of a makeup stream it's a beard 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 trimming stream but but the problem is I kind of have to do that Saturday or Sunday morning for viewership and um, I can't be fucked. Just, just do it and just give like a whole bunch of real fake tips and just like, uh, so in this part here, oh, I dude, use instead of beard fake. oil, be like, yeah, this we just use shampoo here to help lubricate the beard. Margarine. Yeah, and margarine and like. Or to make it even funnier, you could have a green bandana around your mouth and just Photoshop in like your <laughs> normal beard. Uh, and just be like, Woo, it's gone. And then have like some other actors like chin there and be like, Wow, I look wow. so much I look, younger. I look like John Hamm. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> Oh my god, is that lipstick? Oh. <laughs> you can just make it like where it's super clearly badly photoshopped. Oh, yeah, and you're just like, do that. oh yes. You, you guys have seen my special effects. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. We'll probably Shit. touch into that a little bit later. <laughs> so New Zealand is brilliant. Yeah. Kiwi so, is, mate. Oh, bro. <laughs> so we get, uh, do you remember how we do this? What? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. I do. Are we going to do, do it on? Are we going to do it on three? Okay. One. You're not going to go on three. I don't trust you. (laughs) I'm the one that does it right every time. You're the one that messes it up when we when we do it at the same time. Let's put that uh, in front of a jury of our peers. Thank you. Uh, Three. We don't have any peers. Are we going down from three (laughs) or up? Bringing you down to our level. (laughs) Are we going down to one or up to three? We'll go up to three. So one, two, two, three. three. Yeah, one, one, two, two, three. three. How How are are you you so awesome? awesome. (laughs) See, we did just fine. Synergy. Nailed it. <laughs> so that's what it, that's what happens when you haven't had a three week break. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah, synergy's better than yeah, ever. Yeah, I'm yeah. honored to be in the same room with that. <laughs> Damn. You were meant to say it as well. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to say it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, but you could have said how have I so awesome. Yeah, you could have. <laughs> you missed an opportunity. I, I did. You missed an opportunity to toot your own horn. Oh, but yeah, now, but, but now you need to toot your own horn. How we, are you so awesome? Why yeah, am I? How am I so awesome? Yeah, face right the damn microphone. Right? <laughs> yeah, damn. <laughs> I'm not really. Well, um, no, I like. I don't know. I think like. You know, just coming from, like, my background of being a musician and an entertainer, like, it's something I've completely missed. So try, I'm trying to bring that kind of, like, energy of, like, I'm performing live, yeah. obviously, to a... Because I stream for, like, four or five hours a stream. So try get that, you know, try capture that same live energy when I perform live yeah. for 30 so minutes. So it's, it's kind of like uh, fulfilling, like, a whole that a band would usually fill or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a similar thing. Um, I kind of came into it after doing years of stand-up comedy. But yeah, it's like stand-up comedy doing on stage for 7 to 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and putting that intensity into a few hours is a bit harder. But yeah. but it still fills that hole. And it's... and it's Yeah. Like and it's, if you do take that entertainment approach, then it is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I'm just going from strength to strength. Um, and then, like, taking inspiration from, like, other streamers that I, like, look up to and go, that's the type of streamer I want to be. Like, I don't want to be someone like Shroud. Like, Sh I would love Shroud's oh. viewer. He's uh, a popular PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> Played for Cloud9 and CSGO. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't play PUBG that much anymore. No. Like, the last time I've been watching him, he's been playing, he played, like, Battlefield Five yeah, and, and Blackout he played a bit of. Yeah. He's, like, up there with Dr. Disrespect, Summit, yeah, and yeah. all of them. Yeah. Like, I, I, I've heard the name and never actually watched them. Um, but, like... For me, it's like their entertainment is their gameplay. Yeah. But I want to try capture the gameplay and like the bring the personality yeah, and yeah. bring through some of my own like I guess comedic influences. Like I'm not a comedian, but I love stand up so comedy. It's like you're a mix of a good gamer like Shroud and then a bad gamer but good personality like Tim. Yeah. Oh, rough. <laughs> Bad gamer, he's good. Wow. I'm sorry, wow. I was watching him play God of War last night, <laughs> and it took him about 10 minutes to realize you have to throw the axe so it hits three targets at once. But he was just standing there throwing them at each one individually for about five minutes while they just kept respawning. And he's like, I don't get what I'm meant to do. And Falco's in the chat going, Hit all three. He's like, I don't get it. This is stupid. <laughs> and then he hit all three. He's like, Oh. Oh, okay. No, but you, you do get to capture some of the decent gameplay stuff because you do a lot of uh, Quake Champions. Oh, yeah. Boy. Oh, my God, am I addicted to Quake Champions. Mm. We'll get to that. Um, let's do a bit of a background check with right. FBI now. Fat. Bearded individuals. Yeah. <laughs> are we allowed to? Uh, are we allowed to do this investigation, or is the court? Uh, the US, The U.S. Senate has said they uh, only believe me and not you, but they're willing to give us a five-day. Okay. Cool. Topical. Uh, no. Uh, so I sent the nine consent to my background being checked. Good. 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 Uh, I'd say pledge. To the Sorry, pledge. <laughs> Every time, man. <laughs> I'm gonna check that mine's on silent now too. We'll you, try it. Yeah, no, mine's on silent. You'd think Come after on. seven yeah. episodes, the <laughs> interviewer would realize to turn his bloody phone off. Okay, so tell us a bit about yourself. Like, where are you from? Like, where did so, you grow up? Your background? What you like doing? So I'm I'm originally from the UK. Oh shit! I'm uh, from Manchester. Um, but I moved here when I was four. Are and you half. from Manchester United? Is that uh, a place? Uh, it is. It is a place. Funnily enough, is it? Not, Did you not. know there's also Manchester City? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Enough, Which Man one are you from? <laughs> funnily enough, Manchester United is in Manchester City. Mm. But what? Yeah. And there's two football clubs. Yeah, two. One, one's the correct football club, which is Manchester United, but we are playing terribly at the moment. 
But I mean, that doesn't sound like the correct football club that they're playing terribly. Uh, and no, it's the correct. I've supported it since I was like four. So, oh, okay. so that that would be how you got into. So, your and, and four-year-olds yeah. are renowned for their great decision-making skills. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been a fan since I was three. Yeah, you were a dumb shit when you were three. <laughs> Anyone that wasn't a dumb shit when they were three is lying. I'm still a dumb shit. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a cutoff point to being a dumb shit. Yeah. No. Never. No. Okay. Okay, so that, that explains a bit of your soccer... Oh, sorry, football. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you. I, uh, I don't want to get our guest storming out. Um, we'll <laughs> get into leave. that a bit later too, but yeah, so you, you grew up in the UK. Yeah, so I moved here uh, when I was still pretty young, and then um, I remember getting my first PlayStation, I think, for my, like, seventh or eighth birthday with a copy of Abe's Odyssey and Time Crisis. Oh, yeah. Oh my time god! Still, mm-hmm. dude, time crisis. I can see the CRT TV, so mm-hmm. you can still play time yep. crisis. Yep. Jealous. Follow me. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I kind of, um, it was like one of my mum's flatmates. Um, I had a PC like when I was real young, and he introduced me to Quake, like the old school Quake and mm-hmm. XCOM Terror from the Deep, uh, and yeah. that's where the obsession began. Like I. I, like, found out about Quake Share where I knew about Doom, but, it, like, before the age of the internet, and, like, when you're only relying on magazines and stuff for, like, new gaming news and what's coming out, and my mum just didn't buy me that stuff. Um, I mean, she did later, but, you know, I didn't know about new and upcoming games, so it just kind of came from word of mouth. And as soon as I got introduced to Quake, I, that was it. Yeah. As nothing has held, like, a candle <laughs> since. What about, like, um, schooling? What type of top... Uh... Topics. Is that what they were called? Subjects. Subjects. Yeah, what type of subjects were you into? Um, I... What was this? Yeah. It's an interview. I yeah. want to learn about <laughs> it. <laughs> I, was, I was actually quite big on English. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I'm English, but creative, creative writing like has always been mm-hmm. something that's been a fun hobby of mine. But Have you written fanfics? Mm, fuck no. Like Nichelle? <laughs> Poor Ryan. <laughs> oh, I improvise fanfics. Oh, wait, no, I did. I wrote some about Beyblade and Dragon Ball yeah. Z. Yeah, never mind. Improvising in your head. Fanfics. Yeah. All that erotica to... overall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're one and the same, really. That's how Twilight came to be, so... Alright, so you did. So, so you're a bit of a arts guy in school, yeah. and you did football during school? No, I actually stopped playing... Because I played football when I lived in... Oh yeah, I lived in Scotland for a year um, oh. when I was nine. Okay, um, and that's when I started playing footy. Um, Is that where the nine in your name comes from? No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got the story. These questions about that. are as good as Ryan's. Just yeah. FYI, I, I've, got, I've got the story about that. But <laughs> how? What, we can touch on that. What's got? What's the nine got to do with Scotland, Germany? I guess he, he was a nine. He was. He was, I was nine. nine. Was oh. nine. I, was in the, I was in the age of nine. <laughs> no, but it was more like, why would he attribute nine like his whole yeah. Sepicons based <laughs> yeah. on that one year in Scotland? <laughs> yeah. Why would we care what subjects he liked at school? Because I want to know how he got into the streaming side, and usually a. But we already talked together. about that. It was music. No, yeah. yeah, but he maybe did, did music at school. I, I did. It was actually... Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Did you do music at school? <laughs> it was actually... It was leading <laughs> to that sound. I saw where it was going. Yeah, better. thank you. Thank you. See, Sam's um, just about, like, exploding straight away. I'm more of a, like, preheating the oven before you stick in the turkey guy, so I, mean, I want to get to the... I like a bit of both, so, yep. like, whatever. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right. 
so you, you did music. Were you in like? Did you ever do like the rock quest or anything like um, that? Didn't do rock quest. Um, Stage challenge. Well, that was more nah. drama than. But Stage I, challenge is more dancing. Yeah, I, I did, totally um, didn't do that four years in a row. No? <laughs> I got gold. Oh, nice. I'd lead roll on mine. Uh, so I, I did um, music performance in year twelve oh. and year thirteen. And so I can I can say I got NCA credits for playing Slayer. Nice. Guitar, which is which was pretty fun. I have NCA credits for sitcom writing. Oh, nice. That's the only NCA credits I have. <laughs> yeah. NCA. Did you um? Fucking distracted me, Sam. God damn. <laughs> Did you keep up with playing instruments after yeah. school? Yeah, so I, I played guitar, I mean, off and on recently, but I played guitar since so, uh, like year 11, so the last like 13 years. And electric or uh, acoustic or both? Both. Oh. Um, my guitar collection at home, um, I've got like nine guitars and basses. That's where home. the Symphicon 9 came from. No. Damn. no but it, did, it actually did come from music. Um, yeah, synthesizer. Uh, that's that's one of the things because I I love old like old school synthesizers and eighties like, synth yeah eighties synth like just like I like eighties inspired synth more than eighties synth yeah, oh for sure because yeah. like with all the modern technology and stuff yeah, modern stuff that is inspired by the eighties is probably better than stuff from the eighties yeah oh yeah and like the way that technology has gone now yeah, and songwriting so has oh you mean like the the producing side I was like yeah, mm, yeah. I don't know I think some eighties songs would still sound better in the eighties than they would today oh yeah but no. I mean in a producing side and then yes it's probably that's why there's so many remasters because it makes it sound so much better and but yes they're like tools available to music producers now like I can have hundreds of synthesizers inside one little box box mm -hmm. and I've just got all of these tools meanwhile I look at like pictures of like old school uh like old school recording studios uh, like looking inside like Trent Reznor's music studio and he's just got racks and racks yeah. and racks of effects but I've got all that inside one thing it's kind of like how when you I don't know if you guys ever did but growing up I used to like plug the PlayStation to the VCR and like record myself playing games and then I'd like go back and watch myself playing games and then as I got older like I'd add running commentary <laughs> on it as well and I think that's what led me into that's into cool, YouTube stuff. That's actually pretty cool. Probably save that I, for your interview. I wish I had the VHSs <laughs> still because I would want to go back and oh, watch how yeah. shit I was at yeah. games. That yep. would actually be really cool to go back. I still have all my old tapes. Well, like even the stage stuff. challenge stuff, I would love to go back and go. Oh my god, it's a Ryan from like twenty uh, twenty years ago. I'm not that old. <laughs> I only recently got the VHS version of my high school musical. Oh really? Um, I haven't watched it yet. I want to cut it into segments to torture myself with on stream oh that would be awesome yeah that's pretty good yeah so i need to give someone else to cut down for me but yeah anyway. uh, there's a video there's a vhs somewhere of my old thrash metal band playing at high school hey. um and the it was like the uh, music awards evening thing and they just bought out a whole bunch of bands and then we came out and played thrash metal um and i used to have a waist length hair and it, so there's this video of me windmilling my hair that's like, way cooler. It's, it's actually pretty cool. It's way cooler than my video, which is th me singing things like Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I, I need to see this now. It's like, horrible. I really need to see Still, this. I'm glad none of my musical productions or stage challenge stuff is thing, because there was like a whole thing we did where... um We're getting off topic, but uh, did you ever watch Short and Street where Etty was on it? Isaac Bell was his name. He was in the same production as us. And it was all about, like, it was, like, Austin Powers going through time, and it had, like, lots of pop culture references, and I played one of the Beatles, and, <laughs> oh and actually I had the bowl card, and I did the, oh, 
I don't know. Why don't we go the other doing, way? I can see you doing a job. I think I was Ringo yeah. though, so I was like the worst. <laughs> I was the drummer, which is good because I actually played the yeah. drums in high school, so Ringo was fitting. But yeah, I, don't, I can't say I ever you, did. You look more like a John to me. Oh, does, that, does that make Lola Yoko or. No. I'd say you more look like one of the monkeys, but. A literal monkey. <laughs> yeah. Monkeys, you know, occasion. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah rival bands. <laughs> They're saying Daydream Believer, right? The monkeys? I do yeah. have no clue. Yeah. And a lot of people used to mistake that for the Beatles. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, back yeah. on topic. Anyway, yeah, yeah, where'd, yeah. You the, where'd you get the con? Archon uh, part, are you so a the con? Sim- so the Synthicon 9 uh, part came from, like, so when I was, I kind of got out of metal a little bit and wanted to, like, explore. Oh, Akon. Ah, uh, yeah, so uh, Fucking love me some Akon. <laughs> uh, it, actually, it actually came from a band, oh, sorry, an uh, artist called The Tuss, which is an alias of Aphex Twin. Oh. Uh. Um, and he had a song called Synthicon 9. And I was like, okay, this song is actually amazing. Um, looked into it and it's actually a real old uh, a Synthicon 9 is like an old school I'm pretty sure it's like a French synthesizer uh, so it's an actual yeah. instrument it's an actual instrument yeah. and I'm pretty sure it was used on that track yeah um, and then like when I was trying to come up with aliases to use back in my Team Fortress 2 competitive days mm. um, and I was like I just went with that like I would I was scrolling through one amp and just looking at all, oh, shit, like that's looking a throwback. There. Oh, I still use one app. Really? Yeah. Is it supported anymore? Yeah. It's, oh it's, shit. It's, uh, AOL had it, and then they sold it, and someone else has picked it up. Oh shit! Damn. Um, but they're trying to remove all AOL's col- uh, code that they've like baked into it. Um, I don't know what's happening with it anymore, but it, it's still owned and it's still <laughs> wow. in production. Man, I yeah. remember like changing like. Blows the- my mind. Things so you could have like different themes on yeah. it, and it'd be Winamp. like it'd change like the entire layout and the volume stuff. And, be like, Ooh, yes. and how they went from Winamp three to Winamp five because they had skin support and they didn't want to uh, have anyone releasing Winamp four skins. Yep. Basically, yeah. Uh, yeah, for, I know you're right. <laughs> for, for, for all the young listeners, Winamp was basically Spotify, uh, kind of like a Spotify slash mp3 player for the pc back in the day like you'd have windows media player and winamp and most people would go with winamp over windows media player i don't know why that's just what everyone did oh better audio codec better yeah. audio support there we because, go and cd ripping uh winter mp3 instead of wma and yeah. wma is such a compressed format and it it's gross it was base yeah it, like i remember just winamp would be the only thing i'd use but i never knew why it's just everyone else did so i did it's the vlc of audio oh yes, yeah VLC. it really is yeah you could throw any any file at it and nine times out of ten it would work mm. if not someone had wrote a plugin for it yeah oh yeah okay so so that's, that's where synthicon 9 came from since i'm not allowed to talk about your schooling apparently uh <laughs> what what type of jobs have you done before. Um, so I used to work at EB Games. Uh, I was the manager for six years. Which store? Uh, Glenfield. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, worked quite a few midnight launches. Um, worked the uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One midnight launch, which was a nightmare, but it was a lot I of fun. Bet. Yeah. It was real fun. I had um, flatmates that worked for EB. They worked for Queen Street, and then I don't know where Monique works now. Oh, yeah. But they told me how like it's the most fun but most stressful event you can possibly imagine in like a work type environment it's crazy and being a manager i'd have to be up at early in the clock early in the clock uh (laughs) to 
to open my store in the morning. Like yeah. it was, it was crazy, but it was so much fun. Like, yeah. did, like talking to all these people. I got to talk about games for nine hours a day. So like, why'd you stop then? It sounds like the dream job. Um, I stopped to further my career. Ah. Um, so the, uh, at the moment, I won't say where, but um, I'm the inwards and arrivals team leader for the company that I work for. Um, and it's, it's like, it's a really good challenge and I'm still, you know, working with products I like, mm. um, the people around me are amazing. Yeah, um, I've, I've heard a lot of good stuff about peaches and cream. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not peaches and cream, it's yeah, Erox, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Inwards goods, eh? Yeah, oh, Inwards goods, trust, trust me, Ruth. You're definitely my joke, man. There's, there's so, many, genius. so many good inwards goods. <laughs> the people I'm surrounded by. Yeah, there's, there's some outwards goods. Oh. So you've recently gone through almost, uh, not a uh, re, well, I was going to question. I'm just going to say it in the way I was going to say it and then we'll try to figure out. Like, I understand broken English. Yeah. Um, like if you've seen me speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speak, I have. Uh, the, you've gone through like a stream overhaul? Yeah. Sort of? Yeah, so, like, recently, because I'm coming up to my one-year anniversary. Yes, Sam, what the fuck? We go all the way to the overhaul rather than talk about the original? <laughs> what? what? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, we'll go to... i got an idea. We'll, go, we'll keep going, keep going. We'll let him answer <laughs> the question, but then I'm going to bring it back so we go in order. Uh, all right. Awkward silence. <laughs> yeah! Um, okay, so, yeah, why, yeah. Why, what, what was the reasoning behind the um, overhaul? So, because, like, I don't want to stagnate. And, like... I want to keep pushing what I do on stream and like, so the way that uh, I'm looking at the overhaul with SimCity um, and I'm still like pushing out stuff within trying to get used to the transition mm. was I wanted a bit more user in interactivity. Um, so like, you know, I want, I want it to be like, you know, this collective that everyone feels a part of and they actually like, you know, rebrand my community, make it feel more like a community. Yeah. Um, and some of the stuff that I'm working on at the moment for it, like the whole, so I'm going to have an interactive map of SimCity. Huh. Sub subscribers are going to have uh, streets named after them. So even if they're sublapses, they'll still have you know a bit of a bit of history That's pretty, uh, in SimCity. That's cool. Um, and I want to work towards um, like uh, being able to people being able to purchase like properties or uh, like purchase a park or something. Um, so it'll all be there, but then people will be able to own their own parts of SimCity. But the only way that they can earn money is by participating in my stream. Mm. So like um, uh, one of those uh, currencies that you get from watching or following or subscribing. Or... Yeah. And like subs will obviously earn uh, credits at a higher rate. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's the incentive there. But I'm like, I mean, if you sub, if you sub, that's cool. But, you know, that's not the be all and end all. Oh. Um, like, but that support's cool. But... You know, so I kind of want like this user interactivity and all the streams I've browsed, I've not seen anything like this. So I should set up an account called uh, Mega McFuckface, right? Yeah. And I, I'm Mega, Mega McFuckface and I just watch your stream all the time, save up all my currency, <laughs> never talk in your stream whatsoever and say, I'm buying the tallest building in this city. And then you have Mega, Mega McFuckface Tower um, and you get banned for being yeah. a total mega fuck. <laughs> Obviously, there'll be like, <laughs> name, like, gotta keep it. Obviously, <laughs> he's not gonna put stuff like I swallow, yeah, I, I, I swallow I, gone. I'm gonna say instead as a fucking street name. 
as hilarious as that would be. (laughs) Well, you know what goes down on this road. (laughs) I'll just make it like this real tiny little back alley and it'll be in the red light district. (laughs) (laughs) Like, obviously, you know, it'd be within reason, but like, if someone wanted to do that and then purchase a huge tower, and then, you know, that's them. Cool. Like, they right. still watched my stream yeah, for so long. 12 month, three tier subscription. Tier three subscription. Yeah, like, yep. you know, that's still cool. They've supported me, and that's like my little way of giving back. That's cool. So, like, if I do, you know, because, like, if I do become a big streamer or something, like, you never know what's going to happen. You never know. No. And then well, all of a sudden, like, I've got this. <laughs> sometimes, you know, yeah. But, like, all of a sudden, I've got this, like, real cool like thing that people that have been there since day one or just joining in now you know they're able to participate in this thing that's growing yeah um, i've got some like some of the future ideas I, I don't know if it'll ever work but i almost want it to like turn into like a tech like not a text-based rpg but like have some more like rpg elements where people uh, would be able to uh. customize a character so they'll have their own app like you won't be able to play is it like i'm not gonna make a video game <laughs> but like take some of that like rpg elements where you have a character creator and you'll yeah. be able to buy clothes and stuff from in-game stream uh sorry stream credit like i mean there's a lot of work that's gonna have to go into that and i don't even know if that part's gonna be feasible <laughs> yeah yeah but me like but, ideas you know it's remember when i was a straight in sim city i'm in there yeah i'm in there <laughs> oh i remember no but oh, you not you don't know the member berries and i have no idea what that is season 20 and 21 of south park yeah oh. they're berries that um uh Killed basically the they eat and then people <laughs> think about how the past things were better than the future things and so the berry's always talking going remember when there weren't uh, so many mexicans i remember uh, i remember remember when star wars was good yeah, i remember <laughs> i haven't really keeping up with south park um so going going back seeing as yeah. sam leapt massively <laughs> ahead um how did you get into streaming so the music like uh the whole music aspect was one of the whole things of getting into it mm. um but i had a couple like I've, it's always something i've looked at and gone like i'll be straight up and just say i initially thought streaming was stupid yep <laughs> and i i looked at it and i was just like why i can play my own video games oh you're one of those and, people but then were yeah people. i was and like when i first like when i started looking into it more and then i came across people like dr disrespect mm. and i was like wait this is actually entertaining mm-hmm hold on and then all of a sudden my perspective on streaming was completely flipped and it was just like uh it's something i wanted to get into from then i was like this might fill that void of not playing live anymore and get like so when i started like looking into it i was talking to a couple of friends when i went over to pax last year um and i was hanging out with a whole bunch of streamers and i was talking about how awesome it was and like you know the communities and friendships they've made because i was over to see my wow guild at the time and then I looked into it and I was like, you know what? And that was the final kick in the teeth. And it was, all right, it started. And it was re- like, the from like October to November, it was real patchy. And I just like, didn't like it, couldn't get into it. And then all of a sudden, like in January, something just clicked. And it was like, no, okay, this is going to fill that void. I'm going to be, you know, trying to be entertaining as I can. And like, that's how I got into it really was just, you know, talking to some friends, kind of actually realizing that this is an entertainment medium. Because Twitch, like, now has, for me, in a way, completely changed. It used to just be gameplay and, you know, you're having a chat with the person playing a game. Mm. But now 
the industry for me has completely flipped. It's an entertainment industry now. It's not just watch someone play video games. It's an entertainment and service industry. It's, it it's, is. It's, um, you're providing not necessarily just uh, entertainment, but to a certain degree, you're providing human contact. Yeah. You know, you're basically a prostitute. No. <laughs> Don't call me out. That's my other profession. It's kind basically. of like, that's why I didn't say where I work. It always baffles me, that argument, though. I understand people having it, but it's like, you've got these sporty guys that go to stadiums to watch sports. You've got people that stay at home to watch them. And then you've got shows like The Crowd Goes Wild and The Rugby Show and all that. They're essentially the same fucking thing, but for a different demographic. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. just because gamers aren't playing their own games but they're watching someone else game doesn't mean they're less of a gamer yeah. or more of a gamer and just yeah. because they've got talk shows about video games doesn't mean you know they're not entertaining because they bring insight into the whole yeah. gaming aspect or the social aspect and some gaming podcasts like ours well ours is a bit of everything but some gaming podcasts that are actually streamed uh they bring up sport and other real life events while talking yeah. about gaming it's not i think a lot of it's a lot of the, um, I guess, it's the old generation still morphing and getting used mm. to the new generation. They're very yeah. stuck in there. Our oh, sports are real. Esports aren't. It's like, well, technically, if you look up the definition of a sport, and this will be good to talk to you about. Oh, yeah. Uh, the definition of a sport is a competitive uh, match between two teams involving some physicality. Uh, is that the word, physicality? Yeah, it is. Oh, my yeah. God, I got a word right. And there's a lot of people dismissing esports, and then the whole argument comes up like, is it a sport? It's like, well, technically, by the definition, it is, just like snooker and darts mm. and bowling is. Like, well, chess is considered a sport, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. chess. It's like, you don't have to be full on, I'm going to grab this guy's hips and bring him to the ground. Grab his dick and twist it! <laughs> I, will say, twist it! I will say on that note, though, I don't really understand the obsession with watching sports video games on an esports level because it's like you could just watch the sport but then I guess it comes down to you know the NBA to, uh, the, uh, the NBA season might not be on at the moment but yeah, the yeah. gaming season is on so yeah. it makes sense like you're still getting your NBA fix well with, like so on the sports esports sports esports uh, sports esports because <laughs> yeah, oh. um, I, I watched quite a bit of the FIFA Interactive World Cup yeah, uh, I mean, I love FIFA. It's a, a real fun game to play with friends. Uh, online, I get way too salty. But, it, like, for me, because I'm already interested in football, it's just watching more football. But then mm. it's also something else that I love, which is video games. Yeah. And it's, you've got that tournament aspect. And the fact that FIFA recognized this as, they, they've renamed it from the Interactive World Cup to just the E-World Cup, mm. which I think gives it a bit more of a... They're winning the World Cup that these professional football players are winning. Well, the um, Gran Turismo Cup is given to people at a professional actual racing event. Yeah. It's... Where, where, so they get presented it alongside the F1 drivers, mm. which is insane. Um, but, uh, and this comes back to what you are saying about um, why would people watch the video game sport instead of the real sport, but it's the fact of the matter is Part of sport is imagining yourself doing those things. Yeah. And esports, it's even easier to imagine yourself. Like, if, as a gamer, it's yeah. easier to imagine yourself being the gamer that's doing that. Well, that's why it annoys me when people are like, oh, anyone can pick up and play a game. I'm like, all right, fucking go pick up a yeah. fucking keyboard and verse Synthetic Quake then, Mr. Yeah. 50-year-old fucking retired 
Yeah, yeah, like yeah. my dad had a text message a few weeks owner. ago, and he's sixty. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not about the age or anything. It's more like people just like people going, "Oh, anyone can play football." It's like, yeah, anyone can play football, but not on the level that they're broadcasting. Yeah. Like, no, it's like, just like I was talking to Tim about this with streaming, uh, very similar to sports. Is you've got you know the one the. Uh, and get sorry more gaming than streaming but streaming uh, they go hand in hand you've got like the like the high school friends hanging out playing it on the field at lunch yeah. and you've got the after school uh groups then you've got the school groups that go and play against all the other schools and that goes up to the city club playing other cities and then you've got the international uh so the national then the international thing like there's all these different levels that you go up mm. and just because you can play it at a you know, school or after school level does not mean you're ready for the international yeah. level. And it's the same with like gaming. It's like, hey, you could be good at friggin' like playing League of Legends. Oh, cool, you're Diamond, cool. But you're not on the world stage playing against all the other pro teams that have sponsors. And like, some no. people, even if they have the skill level, they can't put up the pressure either. Yeah. Um, mm. Especially in gaming. Yeah. And you see it after, you see it um, in interviews, especially with people that have only just started getting into professional esports. Um, all the time where they just can't handle themselves in an interview or something and yeah. then because they've just had a bad interview they get on stage and completely bomb as a result of the pressure I think that's yeah. why they moved interviews to post games yeah. now because it's like you don't want to ask some questions like oh how are you feeling about this player having a better record against you well I was feeling good but now, <laughs> now that's what I'm going to be thinking about in game thanks yeah. man. <laughs> thanks asshole <laughs> so like, like how would you feel if someone said okay so Holitudes uh, are uh, beating you six times out of seven in this Quake Arena matchup. Well, how first of all, how are you feeling yeah, going into this? Yeah, first of all, this is a theoretical situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But highly theoretical. No, like, going into that, it, it, it would throw you off. Yeah. Like, you don't see it with professional sports teams. Yeah. Like, the, if anything, the post the yeah, pre match interview is. Coaches and stuff. Yeah, and but they, that's because the coaches aren't going to go yeah, tell yeah. their team that this is what they just said yeah. about them. They yeah. just said you guys suck, so you need to suck it up. <laughs> yeah, if anything, that will make the game better because the manager will be like we just got hounded by yeah. the media for having a shit performance last week so that's you know we've got to wrong. go out and prove them wrong mm. but you don't like you don't really see that with players and like on an esports level like if that happened to me and i'd be like cool that's in my head it's going to affect my game like it just wouldn't be right another thing I don't know how we, we even got on this topic, but this is great. I've been wanting to talk about shit like this for ages. Because as we know, I fucking love esports. I've followed oh. so many different esports scenes. It's insane. And another thing that annoys me is they go, oh, it's not as physical. The amount of timing and precision you need to play these mm. esports games to a professional level is oh, insane. Yeah. Like, not only your, uh, uh, what is it, type, type per minute, the... Uh, Words per minute. Well, yeah. you know, your like, APM. Yeah, that. Like, how fast you can push buttons. you got to act instinctively. It's not like a sports game where you can have timeouts mid-match or call subs in mid-match mm. or, you know, talk to the coach. Like, as soon as that game starts, everything is going on in your head and you're versing someone that's on an equal level to you or maybe better or maybe yeah. worse. And literally one mental break can fucking cost an entire yeah. match. Not yeah. not just low, it can be fever, it can be quake. Like, say you're ahead 2-1 on quake. Like, I've been watching, this is why I'm going to use a quake yeah. reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you get comfortable, and then you forget the timings of something. That guy gets a kill back, so now it's one stock left each. Yeah. But now you're like, fuck, I forgot the timing of this. And now, boom, that other guy has the stack yeah. stock, and you don't. 
and you had the lead, and now all of a sudden that guy comes back and wins because one moment of misjudgment and... Yeah, like, it's, it's a different type of physicality. Yeah. Like, sports is physical-physical. Meanwhile, esports is more mental, but it's still got that physical aspect. Like, you look at all the, like, I mean, you would know, like, look uh, with all the esports athletes, uh, using the word athlete, um, but a lot of them, when they're not training nine hours a day of playing video games, they're at the gym, they're eating healthy, yeah. they're doing the same regimes that a lot of sports players are doing because they need to keep the body yeah you know as fit and healthy yeah. and the mental reflexes as sharp and if the naysayers were correct about it being easy and stuff we'd be seeing huge fat fucks on stage winning every winning yeah. every award and we're not seeing that we're no. seeing we're seeing fucking fit young there are people really two yeah. players golden glue and Sven Skeren on cloud nine and they're literally called the small bros as their nickname because of how beefy they are from going to the gym while also doing esports yeah. like, like Pasha Biceps yeah. or um, Virtus Pro like the guy's buff as hell yeah. like you know they they look after themselves and I think like I personally think they still deserve the term athlete because yeah. they're still training they're and training they're going to the gym they're looking after their bodies you know they they've got well, they've usually got coaches <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've got the whole coaches aspect and now like i've seen it come Managed through and everything yeah yeah and like i've seen it come through in uh cs where you've got pretty sure it's like fanatic they've got their fanatic b team where they're picking up young talent getting them into uh like some of the minor leagues to bring them into the whole uh mm -hmm. professional scene and that's what you see with like real life football clubs where you've got all these like you know feeder clubs you've got the under 19s the under 16s uh, the under 22s and they're playing high level professional football at that age and they're being trained and I would love to see more of that in esports and it's good that we now have people like Kobe uh, not Kobe uh, fucking Rick Fox and mm -hmm. Shaq all getting behind esports now going hey it's legitimate yeah. like that's legitimizing the sport like yeah. the not the sport the genre of esports is legitimizing it it's yeah like I mean as a Quake player you know the high level of mental uh mental stuff I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm clearly not a good, i'm clearly not a good quake player um, but like the you know as you stuff. touched on i've got to remember okay so i've got to listen for sound cues so my i have to be 100 percent concentrating on sound um and then if i hear like the uh, mega health being taken i've got to quickly look up at the clock add 30 seconds to it going, that item's going to be available in 30 seconds, so I've got to keep that those, that number going in my head, knowing I've just picked up the armor, so that's two numbers I've got to keep going in my head, and then I've got to base my next 30 seconds around that of whether I'm going to try set up a trap, or is he going to push me, or, you know, it's all about positioning and timing, and it's just this constant, like, game of chess. a reaction game as well, like, a reaction yeah. game, like, okay, this person's doing this, so I'll need to do this, but also, he could be thinking, I'm gonna, about to do that, so maybe I should be doing this to counteract his way of thinking, I'm going to do yeah. this. It's basically And then you're trying chess. to keep timings, it's just like, oh my fucking god. Yeah. So and then, like, you've got the reaction, because that Quake is a, I, it's ruined FPS for me. Like, I played, played the COD beta... I hate COD. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm not buying that game. Um, played the Battlefield beta. I mean, they're different types of FPS, but Quake has ruined everything for me. Yeah. Because it's so quick. And because I'm a goalkeeper in real life, um, so I, like, the reactions, I need something that's got that quick reaction. And Quake was just, 
it hits that spot. It's good that you brought that up because that's where I was going with all this. Because you play both football in day to day basis and you stream. Yeah. Do the two cross over at all, or is it more like well, one's more of a hobby and no, they'd both be hobbies. They're both hobbies, yeah. yeah but so how 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 is it juggling those two different? Um, so football for me because we don't we don't train. Um, oh, you just so, that good? Yeah, oh, we're that okay. good. No, it's uh, with like we're uh, it's pretty much a social team, so yeah. we just turn up on the day and play. And win or lose, cool. You know, we've got to play. We've got to play ninety minutes of footy. Um, but the way I balance it is. Um, I've basically, like, when I was like, I'm gonna give streaming a full proper go, and, like, I think it was in, like, February or March, um, I was like, I'm gonna commit to this. I basically rearranged my social calendar, mm. and I go, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, if anyone wants to do anything on those days, sorry, I'm busy. Um, come watch my stream. Yeah, come, <laughs> yeah. come watch my stream, like, <laughs> cool. Um, you know, that's what I'm doing, and a lot of my friends have been real respectful of that. And they only asked me to do things on Tuesday and Thursday. Must be nice but having then, friends. <laughs> I'm losing them, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, no, so, like, then with the football, I go, so these are my priorities. I've got football on Saturday, Saturday morning, and then I've got indoor football on Sunday night. Yeah. So I've got that and I've got streaming. I work everything else around those two things. How many days a um, week do you work on top of that? Uh, I work five days a week as well. I, I do a 40-plus hour job. So I do that, come home, stream. So, I'd, like, even though streaming's not a job, add four hours on top of eight hours, I'm basically doing 12 hours of work yeah. three days a week, and then I've got that, and then I've got football on top of that, and it, it's non-stop. And there's all the but, other things that go along with streaming, like sorting out yeah. new overlays or all that sort of thing. Yeah, so, like, stuff. my Tuesdays Lips and Thursdays, you know, I've been working on Synth City. I've been... You know, like trying to come up with other ideas on things to do and not stagnate, and it's busy. Like it's such a busy lifestyle, but I wouldn't have it any other way. So, because cocaine helps with that, right? Yeah, 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 a lot of cocaine. Stay away from meth. (laughs) That's what I keep saying. That's what I keep telling. No, I I like having my teeth. I I say keep away from heroin. It doesn't help with streaming at all. I I don't. I don't really. And knocks you out. You can't stream when you're on that. No, but you can watch streams. (laughs) (laughs) It makes other people's streams way better. Why do we always bring up drugs? (laughs) What are we promoting? We get into Armageddon with media passes, and now we're going to be talking about drug use. Yeah, don't do. When is don't do drugs, kids. Well, you know. So where's the best? Preachy, well, where's, the best <laughs> where's the best place to take a hit at Armageddon? <laughs> uh, the <laughs> left bathroom stall. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah uh, down by the OPW stage. Oh yeah, yeah. That would explain the production. <laughs> I mean, what? Sorry. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So with your, you were talking about um SimCity, and that's what you're very proud of, and like the whole coming up with street names and stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you have any like future goals or aspirations? Like besides obviously making more community based, do you want to eventually be full time, or is it always going to be like so, a side? For me, thing? because of my like previous entertainment background, and like I, you know, with when I was playing live. My end goal, like, my dream was to play Varkin Open Air. Oh, fuck yeah. Even if it was, like, a mid-of-the-day slot, I wouldn't know I would have made it. If mm. I'm playing Varkin, like, for me, that was, like, the holy grail of... Educated idiot? What's uh, Varkin, Varkin Open so Varkin Open Air is a huge, like, three-day festival in... <laughs> four-day, I think. Four-day festival in Germany, and it's pretty much, if you're a metal band... Alien Weaponry play just played there. Yeah, that's so huge. So that's, that's some teenage Kiwi kids playing Maori metal. And it, in the middle of Germany. 
and it's a four-day yeah. it's a four-day camping festival yeah. like along the lines yeah. of like Reading and Leeds yeah, where so it's I've a, been to a few a festivals camp. like that and fucking is like bigger than any of the ones I went to and I went to ones with lots of people <laughs> like huge yeah and it's like <laughs> stampede, what, people would die it's like what 100,000 people ish yeah, at Barkham yeah and they sell out like within days every year so yeah. it's like almost like the Wrestlemania of it's metal more, music it's bigger than that yeah no 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 imagine if WWE New Japan Wrestling IPW every single thing went to one area went to one thing oh. yeah so like I said we just had alien weaponry there yeah That's three kids huge. three kids from New Zealand they're from up north as well aren't they yeah, yeah. For, uh, plus at the same time you have the likes of say Metallica I'm sure you've heard of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have you know stuff like that as well as um, folk metal bands and death metal bands and everything in between oh. yeah it's basically the it's huge it's the big event of the year I mean there are other huge festivals that yeah. if I played and then my career, that was the final show of my life not that my life would end but like the band was done <laughs> after that I'd be happy oh yeah so, so it'd be the equivalent of like before being a wrestler and going I just want my Wrestlemania moment if I get yeah. that then boom yeah it's yeah. just like that yeah so for yeah. me Barkin would, would be that regardless what for, a mu- for a musician yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah so for me like that was my end goal but obviously I'm not playing live anymore I still make music but just kind of on yeah. the side but for me, the end goal with streaming is to do it full time. Yeah, because I I want to fill that hole that I yeah. previously, you know, that I still have. Um, I want to fill it with you know being out of stream. But yeah, I can see you smiling. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the pictures and creepy yeah. comments from earlier. Oh, I do you're going, at, I, I want to fill that hole. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's, my, it's my work from Peaches and Cream coming in. So. <laughs> okay, well, we, we've covered uh, the breadth. So. Uh, yeah. I just couldn't do anything cool this week. Oh, so lame. You so I forgot to update that. You used the wrong thing. We actually uh-huh. did do cool things this week. <laughs> Fuck you, Miko. <laughs> we we did. Or as Ewok cool said, I should just I should just stop imi- uh, you doing my Miko voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just do it now. So cool. <laughs> so we actually did do cool things. Um, all of us together, even. Uh, so the day September twenty fifth. September 20... What? 15th. No, 15th. It was the 25th. It was the 15th. 25th like four days ago. Yeah. My birthday was 15th. on a Wednesday. I mean, it, what day... It's, what, Who cares? What the week after our last podcast, we went to uh, IPW... Uh, Pride vs. Fury. Pride vs. Fury, which was um, two of our previous guests against each other in the ring, and it was a pretty sweet event. We that took was... uh here, and we also took your flatmate, Gareth. Yep. For their first first wrestling experience? Yeah, it was my first. It was actually awesome. Like, I would quite happily go to another big event like that. Yeah. Like, it was was pretty sweet. Yeah, it was a jam-packed card. Once again, they all uh, all delivered. Like, you had uh, Falcon Kid versus Tony Kozina again. And a fucking incredible... Those two cannot have a boring match, from what I've seen. No, but they always get old. (laughs) <laughs> and they always start the show so immediately you're like oh yeah I'm up let's yeah, go I, I want to see them fight other people um, but um, they've got good chemistry they've together. got good chemistry um, but at the same time they, they could do a tag team together yep that would be cool because they're 
they're different enough, but um, on the same wavelength enough that they could probably pull off some cool shit. Maybe it'll end up that. Uh, other matches yeah. included, I'm trying to remember, I had them written down, but because it took so long to get to this podcast, I just completely <laughs> yeah. got rid of them. We can, uh, we can gloss over this. We had Jake <laughs> Sheehan versus uh, T-Hawk, and then he beat up the referee afterwards. That was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, that was, that we was had, that referee had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> we had Little Ted versus Curtis Castlewood, and then it turned out Charlie Roberts was in a panda costume and co- basically cost Curtis the match, and so Little Ted got Big Ted back. And Big Ted that, is well, a giant kid. went for a few seconds. Yeah, yeah. it was done. Uh, we <laughs> had my boy Will Stone and Alex Savage versus Short and Sweet, and they won as well. Will hit this fucking amazing release suplex. I freaking love that move. It's the one where he like lifts them up and then just lets them go while they're still flipping in midair. Yeah, oh, was... I love that. Uh, Brittany lost the candy by DQ because her friend got involved, Nikita. Uh, I swear there was another semi-big match that I can't think. Oh, uh, Mitch Gray returned from injury to be with Jake Shannon in that match as part of control. You probably wouldn't even know he was injured because you don't yeah. follow it as much. Um, just trying to think of uh, Mr. Tangata Isi versus Jacob Cross in a massive hoss fight. That was pretty cool. I can't remember how that match ended. Oh, the uh, Mr. Burns came in and cost yeah. Mr. Tangata Isi the match. Yeah, but so, Mr. Tangata Isi is still undefeated technically. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, though he lost. He didn't lose. um, James Shaw got his ass kicked by Ruben, but there was a lot of funny antics, like the whole, like, bum bag and the Mitchell mania and everything. That was pretty cool. And then the main event saw Liam win his belt back off Liger after hitting the Shunstar press and a few table bumps throughout the match and jandals yeah, and tables. flax bush canola oil was it like canola <laughs> uh, oil can? golden uh, golden crackers and all yeah stuff. it was great uh, but yeah overall I fucking loved it yeah it was pretty loved sane. it uh, I think they have an event before Armageddon yeah I won't be able to make that one because I I'll be in Australia don't know if Australia, I will be mate. making Australia, that mate. but if you're at Armageddon and you finally want to see what IPW is about they do the Armageddon Cup which is a two day tournament involving everyone well, not everyone. It's like eight people, so not everyone at all. Yeah. yeah. So definitely check that out. Uh, they usually do it from I think it's four thirty to like five thirty or so. It's like at the it's at the very end of Armageddon, basically before they close. It's like an hour. So definitely come to that. Or if you don't know where it is, just come find me. I'll yeah. be wandering around we somewhere. We will be at Armageddon. And we have been approved for media passes. Yeah. Because they Fancy. sent an email saying, unfortunately, you okay. So here's the story. <laughs> <laughs> we both applied for it. Media Pass under the Hacer. Yeah. We thought, shits and giggles, the worst they can say is no. Like, yeah. we don't, technically, we, we're not big media names, but, you know, we've got media stuff, so let's try it. Yeah. And I got an email back saying, sorry, you haven't been selected, you're not the type we're after. I was like, okay, that's all good. And then, probably three days later, I got an email saying, uh, you're getting this email because you recently applied for a Media Pass and we're happy to give you one. Just follow this link here. I'm like... What? But, but the, the title said Tauranga Armageddon, but all the information was for Auckland Armageddon. It was very confusing. And I was just like, well, for me personally, I was like, oh, okay, they just they obviously sent it to me on accident, so I'll just ignore this and delete it. Sam, on the other hand, <laughs> I go, hey, on, guys, this is a bit confusing. What's going on? They're like, oh, yeah, sorry, if you and Ryan want passes, you can have them. I'm like, okay, oh. yeah, we'll have them. Thanks. And then he messaged me <laughs> saying we have passes. I was like, wait. What? Yeah, I got the same email, but I actually replied. It's like, fuck, that's why you're the brains. So, yeah, we've got media passes. Um, so, if we will be walking around doing 
little short interviews yeah. and whatnot. And maybe even long ones. Who knows? Maybe even long ones. Um, basically, we uh, the other cool thing that we did, um, Synth and I yesterday were at uh, Overload Convention. I'm is, just going to have a drink of V right now, yeah, so which, which, I have nothing to add to this. Which is uh, an anime convention, um, which I, I'm not hugely into anime, but um, I've been like three or four times to this That's event. a shame, really, because if we had swapped places, yeah. I would have probably fit in way more. Yeah, and I wouldn't have fucked your job up, so... <laughs> It's not hard to it's not hard to not fuck my job. <laughs> um, but um, but I had a blast because I was walking around with the audio recorder and I did uh, six interviews which I've cut and will we be releasing just before Armageddon. Um, basically, I, the only reason we're not releasing them earlier is because I'm going to be in Australia, so we'll release it while I'm in Australia. Um, so there's something that tied tied us over. Are you a big anime guy? Off and on, like I I I enjoy it. You know but of like, the anime. I know of the anime. My favorite anime is South Park, and my favorite manga is Tintin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were joking. <laughs> nah, like, I, was, I, I was about to do that. It's not a fucking anime. It's a cartoon. It's American influence style. God damn it. No, like, I mean, I, I enjoy it. Like, I mean, my favorite... My favorite series have been, like, Neon Genesis, Evangelion, oh, Cowboy Bebop. Yes, yes. Um... Yeah. You know, I enjoyed things like Elf and Light, uh, oh, Psycho Pass. I have Pass. actually, I have I actually watched that. Recently. Uh, what? You haven't watched Elf and Light? I have watched. Uh, yeah, Elf and Light was I cool. have the box set, so I was like, I can give it to I, you. I watched, I watched it on the box set, yeah. I still remember like my introduction to that. It's just like, oh, this is fucking gruesome. Oh, those are titties. What? <laughs> yeah. What is going on? This is an alien girl that just kills people? All right, let's watch some more episodes. <laughs> and then it gets like... Like it starts off like you're thinking, what the fuck is this? And then it touches on some really dark and hey, heavy hey, rhymes. Hey, right, have some more V. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, that anime fucked me up with one particular scene, though. Oh, for fuck's sake. What was it? The, the puppy scene. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, see, yeah. That was like... I, yeah. had a, I had a dream when I was about nine years old about a... Um, and, and it was very similar to that. And so, were you the one hitting the puppy, or the one that killed the people hitting the puppy? No, no, there was. Um, you were the puppy. No, um, it was more <laughs> a puppy getting ripped in half. So oh, it was like oh, kind of, fuck. Um, by like a wire going right through it. It's kind of like the the invisible tentacles that she had, but like ripped this puppy in half. Yeah. In this dream, that still sticks with me now because it looks so good. I want to put it on screen somehow. <laughs> like, yeah, basically, for anyone who hasn't watched Alvin Lee, it's basically about a chick that's from out of. Sp- Face that they capture. Yeah. It's really. It's I haven't watched a... it in a while. I know it's like there's like multiple of them, but only like five of them feature in the yeah. series. But there's one particular scene where it's showing her background as a child, and there's these kids in this class that literally beat a puppy to death, and in revenge, she literally splatters all of them yeah. across the classroom. But as I was just getting into anime around that time, I had seen you know Jambles Eat, Sailor Moon branch off into like love Hina and then I'm like alright I'll try watching some R16 stuff because apparently that's where all the good stories are and I just remember coming across that episode going I don't want to watch this anymore <laughs> like I was enjoying this anime but now I feel just depressed like mm. what the fuck it's, it's cool that it's like you know that like people look at anime as like a you know ooh it's just you know fan service and terrible stories but then there are some hidden gems like oh, yeah. um, like Parasite was a real cool story yeah. Yeah, real cool body horror, uh, you know, and then like things like Evangelion, Kelby Bebop, 
you know, like I, I. It's not the that. traditional like, oh, I'm going to beat you up with my new power that I got from my sensei. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing a voice like that. It's because you're racist. Well, no, because it's a, tro- it's a trope. It's, it's a not trope. racist. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to do, I want to do my anime voice. But like it's fine. Cowboy Bebop. For example, <laughs> I love your anime voice. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop is like, what is it? A space investigators, basically. Yeah. yeah. With a very compelling and like yeah. deep story. So that's not what I have actually. Watched. And I have watched more anime than I do 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 that soundtrack. Um, but so yeah, you're not fully into it, but you have watched it. So yeah. how did that feel going to Overload for you then? Because from what I understand, you guys can talk about this. Mm-hmm. Is Overload is purely anime slash like you know um, uh, anime slash cartoon slash like vendors and like that's about it. Like there's no focus on gaming or movies. Uh, there was, it's, there's, it's all... well, no, no, there's a little bit of that. So, um, but the main, yeah, the but... main focus is anime and manga. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So whenever there is gaming there, it's an offshoot of anime and manga. So okay. there was a guy there who had a game, I think it's called Phantom. Yeah. It looked very Studio Ghibli, like it, the animation. It, um, eh, it was like, yeah, I guess, but I, I <laughs> no, it's, it's less cutesy than that. It's more sci-fi. Maybe the Fireflies is not cutie. Yeah, no, but it's oh. more sci-fi inspired. Oh, okay. I mean, I was just warming the art style. Like, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. play it or watch it, but it kind I, of looked like, like Nino Kuni. I had a go, and it was it's all right, but it's got a long okay, way this, to go. This is about the game. Yeah. <laughs> but the, about the venue itself. How big is it? Where is it? It's, it's like at the in, cloud. It's at the, in cloud, the cloud, down on the viaduct yeah. in Auckland City. So it's City. not massive. Um, so it's, it's most, just lots of stalls like a flea market like, or something no it's 90% artists yeah. selling their art like a flea market not like a oh, flea market an artist flea market no a flea market is all second hand shit most oh. of yeah. well you this know is, what I mean like it's like table like table, a, table, table, an, table 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 yeah, table it's, it's more like an art fair oh yeah okay I'd, I'd almost say it needs to move out of the cloud after what I saw because uh. Like, <laughs> no, I don't into, want it to grow. Not, and, not into like a huge, like a big venue, like the jump from uh, AATS Square to Ellerslie for Armageddon, but just like a slightly bigger venue because, like, where they had the artist tables, some of it was so crammed. Uh, and I was like, I missed quite a lot of tables because there was just this congestion in the yeah, middle, yeah. and it was like, you need that that little bit more space. I went to their previous venue, which was smaller. Um, it's one of the ASB stadiums somewhere uh, <laughs> uh, I can't remember the name it's, a, it's mostly basketball gets played there though and um, and it wasn't that much smaller and the step up was enough I think okay um, so I mean that was my first so like that yeah, was one of my yeah I mean well I, I don't know I, I'm not into that sort of thing so much so I guess if I was more of a fan maybe I would want more space who knows yeah. I mean like I mean, it's something and I'm not going to go to every year because I mean like cosplay was the other big thing that was there oh yeah, yeah cosplay is um, a huge thing about Overload yeah and it's mostly anime cosplay um, I can't even imagine being a cosplay there's so many events and they're always so stressed out to get an outfit ready on time I don't think any of my mates except for maybe one day of Armageddon ever not go on cosplay now I mean, they're, always, I... they're always so excited and creative it's like how the fuck do you have the time and the you know the creative juices to do that I, I ordered, like, a bleach cosplay once. I wore that for, like, two days, and I was like, okay, I, I can't keep doing this. <laughs> i got to wear, like... And I love cosplaying. It's just, like, I don't I don't have the patience for it. Like, they... Oh, props to all my friends that are in the creative industry. Jesus. <laughs> oh, like, for sure. Like, because I'll be, I'll be cosplaying for my first time, and I'm again this year. 
Oh, what you done? Um, uh, let's leave it as a surprise. I don't, I don't want to sure. know what he's wearing. Yeah. If, do you, oh, ooh, what are oh, you? What am I wearing? Closer ooh. is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. How about how about we both take a guess? Yeah. Okay. Give us like just a hint, but don't like don't make it an. Oh no, I know what it is. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so give, give me a hint. Then. All right, so I'll give you a hint. Um, for the first one, because I'm doing two. Okay. For the first one on Saturday, um, I've played a lot of it on my stream. Wait, I think Dream you're... Daddy. Yeah, let's no, be sure you're doing a Resident Evil cosplay. You're you're on the right ballpark, but which character? Well, you don't like Leon, so I'm gonna assume Chris. Yeah, it's Chris. I'll be doing and Resident because Evil. Jazz is doing Claire as well. Yeah. As? Hey, look at me! I yeah, so stuff. Chris and Claire and she made some of the costume. Yeah, if not all. Because uh, not all of it, but like a lot <laughs> of the like actual stuff that needs to be made. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and help me out with like the the stitching and stuff for the. The jacket. And what about the other cosplay? Um, Ash Ketchum. Oh, shit. And yeah. are you still going to be doing your Torbjorn or your Tomberry? No. Or Torbjorn? I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. That's the thing about me. Every time I suddenly, like, after Armageddon, I always get inspired, like, okay, I want to do a cosplay this year. And then the next year comes along, it's like, okay, how do I do it? I have a cosplay uh, studio downstairs and I don't have enough fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, there's so many... The one thing I'm very finicky about with cosplaying is I always want to do some of it... I look close to, so I have to have someone that wears glasses because I can't wear contacts, and I don't want to be a character that doesn't wear glasses. Otacon from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, or like, for example, <laughs> one of my jokes was I was going to do Roy Mustang from Full Metal, and because at the end of Brotherhood he goes blind for a while, I was like, ah, that's why I'm wearing glasses, because he's blind, get it? Hey! But otherwise uh. it's like, alright, I need to find popular characters that wear glasses, and then there's like five that yeah. I know of. It's like, oh, this is awkward. Okay, uh, I'll cosplay another time, maybe. But we are talking about... As I take off my Ooh. CCK hoodie, shout-outs to CCK. <laughs> no one sponsor of the podcast that don't pay us at all, but, yeah, Chris Brooks can like us get better soon. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll start this time. Yeah, well, you already have. Um, I'm wearing off. my Lindsay Sterling official Brave Enough tour shirt from when she came two years ago I've seen her is. twice you know who Lindsay Sterling is I have is. no idea who that is she's a YouTuber violinist who um yeah I have no idea who that is <laughs> she, she, she's pretty like she, her music's not for me but she's pretty talented um she basically got rejected from like American X Factor I think one of them like the X Factor and Sharon Osbourne was like nah I can't see this ever working out blah 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 she then went on to have one of the most viewed YouTube videos of all time with Crystallize, which is... A mi she she mixes violin with dubstep, basically. Okay. But not the, like... Not, not the dubstep. Skrillex dubstep. The like, it's actually good, dubstep. good music. Oh. And, then she's, <laughs> and then she's done collaborations with people like Pentatonics and Peter Hollins and... What the fuck's that other person's name? Lindsay Hale from Hailstorm. Okay. All that type of stuff. Uh, so this was from her second tour. The first tour I got VIP and got to meet her and everything, which was like a dream come true, because literally some of her music helped me out of some really dark times. And then the cool. second time around, I was like... I, the, the first time around, they had really shitty, bland sh shirts. And then I saw this shirt, I was like, I have to grab it. So it's just literally the album cover, but it's, it's like, brave enough. I'm wearing my Critical Role Mighty Nine pin. I don't wear pins often, but I really like the design on this one. It's like when my nana used to wear a brooch. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, 
Sam. Oh, this is my mighty nine pin. Which is the... Um, I have the weirdest boner right now. <laughs> it's the name, which is the name of the group in the current Critical Role campaign. Critical Role, watch it on twitch.tv. No, twitch.tv slash Critical Role. Yep. Shot guys. Uh, and then I'm wearing my nice. usual pants and shoes because that's all I yep. have. Yeah. Sam, what do you wear? Um, I'm wearing my indoor football boots. Yeah. Because I've got. Because in- we're inside. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm inside. They're indoor. Yeah, yeah, Foosball, yeah. Bobby Boucher. Yeah. Some nice element socks that I wish were higher because I love high socks for some reason. Because it's like someone hugging my leg. It's great. Do you want someone to hug your leg? I, you I mean, you've you got want. two legs. There's two of us here. You can if oh, you want. No, no, no. Ryan looks like he's uncomfortable with that. I'm just uncomfortable with that. <laughs> Your bloody Discord alerts. Yeah, I'm sorry. It should be off. Um, that wearing pretty much clothes ready to go to football. So I've got my my nice like breathable Nike shorts. Is your shirt? Um, yes, so the shirt. Is that a parody of Metal Gear Solid? It is. Um, Look at the big brain on me. Yeah, so it's a it's um, obvious. I thought it was a Metal Gear Solid shirt until I read the words. So that's why I wanted it because it's a um, French. Uh, metal electronica act called The Algorithm um, and then but he did the album art well not this shirt in the style of um, Metal Gear Solid completely ripping it off that's cool I was like it's two of my favourite things yeah, good yeah. music and Metal Gear Solid and you're also wearing a hat yeah I'm wearing my Quake hat because it's comfy and, and it was also sunny outside I noticed you've got two pairs of sunglasses there yeah one for driving because uh, <laughs> The sunglasses I wear on stream are not good for driving. I did want to ask you about that. Yeah, the sunnies. Sunnies on stream. Yeah, man. How do you deal with that? So wear, isn't it, wouldn't it just be like wearing gunners or something? No, surely not. Uh, it's not at all, because these are cheap sunglasses. So they're not <laughs> polarised or anything? No. Good, because uh, when they are polarised, your screen can look like shit. Yeah, so that's actually one of the benefits of wearing that. I mean, yeah. And that was just a stupid gimmick. That I just, I was, after watching, you know, people like Dr. Disrespect, and that's, you know, when the whole thing kind of started to click for me, um, and I was like, I need something, and I was, because, like, my my theme was very 80s, like, 80s retro, and these sunglasses are kind of 80s retro-y, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to wear them. Well, you might, okay, I've got a surprise coming up, wait till I've... I've put my clothes. I've, ta- I've put, put my clothes, clothes on. Put your clothes on. Till I've talked about my clothes, but I have a surprise for you. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, but I was wearing uh, in the car just to finish what I was wearing. Yeah. Um, this world like nice hoodie that I've got, but like I've been kind of wanting to find something like a distressed type of hoodie, <laughs> like a real pre-distressed, well, like well, like a like, fatigued one. Yeah, kind of like a fatigued hoodie <laughs> that like. Is that your Vault One Hundred One? Yeah, like I wish, like that would be cool if it was like, because it's real pristine, but my Vault 1 of 1 hoodie would be awesome if it was a bit more like, no, keep talking, well worn. Yeah, well, see, my fa- my, fatigued? my my fatigued hoodie yeah. is from Bethesda. Oh, really? So, there we go. They 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 will do you a fatigued. Oh. You can get a Brotherhood of Steel one. Yeah, so good. It's pretty fatigued. I am wearing, uh, I've got my uh, Adidas Star Wars j- jacket as normal, but, um, also wearing my Wu Tang uh, tank top, my Wu Tank top, Ooh, my Wu Tank top, which is a Timprovise uh, uh, product um, that got him banned from uh, from Society Six. Not Society Six. Um, that's another one of them. Uh, designed by humans because <laughs> no, this one didn't. Another one of his designs did. It, it ripped off uh, Jurassic Park too closely. So. so. <laughs> 
<laughs> so this one also technically should get banned. Wait, 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 wait. So the Wakanda shirt got him kicked off one of the clothing sites. Yeah. Wow. But that's a that's the same. It's literally yeah. ripping off the Wu Tang symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was they noticed when they I bought these these glasses before the, the podcast was that? even a thing, and I got two pairs because I wanted to get something kind of pair. What is that, Bruh. Dude, check this out. Oh, dude, it glows. Light glows. glasses. <laughs> that's, that's actually dope. <laughs> it's so dumb, when I love you it. Where even like, <laughs> raves? Like, I'm trying to think of when you would yeah, ever use those. Fuck yeah. You would, you would wear them at raves. <laughs> so, so let's put them on, man. Do you want to give your, your studies to, to Ryan's? No, I don't, I don't want to. Oh, have, my God. I, I feel like I'm about to play American football wearing I know, this, right? But instead of over my mouth it's you guys over my eyes they've literally, they've literally got a hold like a little yeah there's a power. little there's like, I saw the okay so the, this ad followed me around on Instagram for ages and I was like no I'm not buying them they look awesome but I'm not buying them and, and the photos look awesome the your photo, ones look better though because um, p- I'm pointing to Sam yeah but yours look better because the blue lights up around your eyes here meanwhile his is around the glasses yeah no the orange lights up as well but you just can't see it nearly as well it's got a nice high pitch ringing to it as well. Yeah, <laughs> you can totally hear them. It's like they're both getting radiation. Right? It's yeah. like uh, my HTC Vive. Yeah, I, I've got this two fucking things in my room, and like when I'm trying to sleep, all I can hear is the like, and I'm too lazy to turn both of them off, <laughs> so I'm just used to it now. The light boxes. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, these things. Um, they followed me around on Instagram, and I was like, no, 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 no. And then they started showing up on Facebook. I'm like, for fuck's sake, okay, I'll buy them. And then they still followed me around. How anyway. much were they? I can't remember. I think like thirty bucks for both of them. Oh, I was like, I thought you were gonna say each. I was like, you spent sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that you're probably really gonna use. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, we, we have to wear them on stream sometime. Oh yeah, we have to. And then for sure you should walk so around awesome. at Armageddon with that and I, I might to see people, people so people react. can find me easier yeah people yeah. Hey, this is me in incognito mode yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. hiding the fact and I don't actually this, have eyes and then this is me this is me trying to get people's attention they're flashing now you see can you do it so only one side blinks no I guess you can no you can't you could do some real good like oh okay I'm going left now oh, you <laughs> can use them as indicators yeah you could wear oh. two pairs it would just mod them or like give them way more like Right, the, I want the yeah. higher pitch. I um, want this ringing to be higher. Like I want this to annoy me. This this ringing is. It, I wonder if you can actually. I, I doubt the mic's picking it up, but it doesn't. Sims could probably get picked up. His seems a lot louder. Hello. Yeah, it, yeah. Do, it doesn't sound healthy. It sounds like I'm. Probably it's hurting getting, my ears, and I'm not even wearing. <laughs> I'm probably hands. getting cancer right now. Yeah. But these have been sitting on my bedside table for like months because I've been waiting for the appropriate moment. <laughs> oh, they're amazing though, and I, I, I want to, I want to um, wear them everywhere. So I'm gonna wear these to the meetup, I think. Oh, for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll be in cosplay for the meetup. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just pitching you to walking in it. We'll talk more about the meetup next week because um, we'll want to hide that up a little bit. But um, right. I think that's basically all the events we did. Right? Yeah. So uh, how how would you rate out of ten? What would you rate overload? Fucking <laughs> depends. Like if I was just going on. And in terms of uh, for me, if I was going on my own, I'd rate it like a two. Okay. Like honestly, out of ten, like I. I've, 
Experience-wise, it's like a two, but if you're with friends... But if you're or, with friends and having fun, and all those people there are, are there and having fun, then it's a hell of a lot higher, and that's what it was for me. So yeah. the interviews were a lot of fun. Um, I interviewed interviewed six people. I interviewed Synth. That's me. Uh, I also interviewed... Cheshire, Charles Cove, Shadow Leaf, Craft uh, Glue, and McCracken Workshop. And um, basically, in the reverse order of what I said, <laughs> basically, and um, I've edited all those already, but um, it was a help, but that was a lot of fun. And, and that so setup works really well, and it's going to work perfectly. So it's more so. like a social thing more than a event yeah. thing, yeah. really. It's an excuse to get it. Because I'm getting you go for all bucks. the different things, but this seems like it's more very uh, tight type. Yeah. It's not a huge branch out. It's yeah, more yeah, like yeah. a very close community. You can literally see everything by standing at the entrance. Like, you wouldn't see yeah. gamers... Uh, not gamers, like, people that are only interested in the latest PS4 releases probably oh, getting no. down to Overload, for example. No. no Meanwhile, problem. you would see cosplayers and anime fans going to Armageddon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Armageddon's got much broader appeal. So you gave it a 2. For sure. I, I, give it a- I think I would give it a solid 5. Oh, halfway. Um, yeah, because, like, I had fun, but I was meeting out with friends. And, like, because I went out for dinner, because, um, obviously, Charlotte uh, was up from Wellington. So I went out uh, for dinner uh, with them to, you know, catch up and actually yeah. say hi. Um, and there was a point where, uh, like, you guys had left, um, Shadowleaf had left. Um, so I was just kind of walking around the convention on my own, and it was really boring. But yeah. I think <laughs> if I was more invested in the art community... Like, the people that I was talking to, and they're like, you know, I've been following this person on DeviantArt for years, and they're here, and I finally get to talk to them. Like, I think if I was more in that community, I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. yeah. Um, but because I'm not involved in that community, it was kind of me looking from it on, an out- on the outside perspective, and I was like, cool. Like, all your art, like, there's some amazing artists mm. there, don't get me wrong. But I'm not involved in that community, so it was kind of like a what am I doing here? Mm. I, I basically went to, A, I've never been, uh, I've always had, like, real fun things about it, and C, to meet up with some friends. So, as a social aspect, it was cool, because, like, it was something to do as you're, like, talking to your friends, you know, and, like, something there would be a prompt for you to be like, oh, fuck, have you watched this anime? Oh, yeah! And you're all of a sudden, you know, you've got that conversation starter. But, you know, it's something to do while you're hanging out with your friends. You know, whether they're in cosplay or not, you know, that's for something for them to do as well. So, I mean, for me, I would give it a five. Okay. And the most fun moment for me was when I accidentally screamed Bukaki at the top of my lungs. But... Yeah. And then we talked about inappropriate anime. Mm. And to counter that, let's go back. What would you rate the wrestling? Oh, fucking. Okay, so I preferred Homecoming. I'm going to be honest there. Well, yeah, I think Homecoming is going to be the hardest to beat all year. Home, yeah, Homecoming was a better event, but I'd still put it up like seven or eight. Eight yourself, because yeah. um, that was your first wrestling thing as well. So there you go, two yeah. first. And I haven't watched wrestling since I was like six, um, back when it was WWF. Yeah. Um, I I would give it a solid eight. Like, wow. I, yeah. Wrestling rules the world. Uh, yeah, wrestling's I, way better than that. No, but I think the I really difference here it. is um, with wrestling, it's less time to socialize unless it's like between matches. It's or, actually entertaining you. There's really something like distracting or in your face or happening at all times. Yeah. Meanwhile, at something like Overload, it's more low key. It's more you have to go out of your way to yeah. find things rather than the things come to your you. Involvement. Yeah, it'd be the same yeah. as going to like a sports match where you know you're chatting before mm. the like well. Not so much when I've gone to like the cricket because you know that social drinking the entire time, but like you're gonna see like football, like when I'm gonna see the Wellington Phoenix and you're 
you know, you throw the occasional like little. Uh, they they won surprisingly. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Um, like you know, you you'll throw the occasional like, oh, that was a real good tackle, or but you're engaged in it for forty five minutes, and yeah. then you talk during half time, and then you're engaged for another forty five minutes. It was, I found like it's the same with yeah, wrestling. It's like two different beasts, really. It's like one's like a concert, and the other's more like a get uh, gathering. I'm trying to think. Of, well, a flea market. It's more, <laughs> it's, it's more like a convention. Yeah, like one you one <laughs> you go to watch and be involved in as a viewer and the other one you're being involved in by doing stuff but it requires requires things have to appeal to you to get the maximum enjoyment out of it because if you don't like anime or cosplay I don't even know why you'd be at Overload unless you're a bag boy or something you're not going to get anything out of it with wrestling even if you don't like the wrestling aspect there's characters that you could be like okay this guy's pretty funny or the story elements could appeal to you I mean I may be kind of biased but I don't know because I'm a weeb so I guess you are a weeb I can call it down the middle alright what a great great couple of weeks we'll be back soon with news peeves and homework see you soon whoop